greatest. So speaking of the UFC, this weekend we have Mr. Swinging Arms, Mr. McGregor fighting. But Anthony has an interesting story. You guys know Anthony's a partner trains here at the gym and he trained under Bruce Lee's partner and instructor. But he was telling us a story before. Patrick, take it over from here. Yeah, yeah. I was talking with Anthony uh, the other day and he just gave me this gem of a story. Really the origin story of the UFC, an alternate version that went untold. So Anthony, if you can dive into what the UFC could have been instead of the oh. Gracie Jiu-Jitsu beginning. Of course, yeah, no, no, it goes back. I mean, a lot of people don't think about this or, or speak about it, but UFC won, you know, Hoist Gracie dominated everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, 1993, this whole, everybody wants to train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's the most like supreme art. There is really no supreme art. I mean, you should cross train in, in multiple things. That was the beauty of what mixed martial arts, the movement was. But going back, Jeet Kune Do, for as popular as Bruce Lee is, it's really interesting that not many people train the system because, uh, you know, Jeet Kune Do is art and philosophy. But so you take one of uh, Guru Dan Inosanto's student, Eric Paulson. You've heard of him, yeah. right? So he's the first American to ever win, I think, light heavyweight champion in, uh, of shooto, shoot wrestling in Japan, right? So now it's catch wrestling. He trained jiu-jitsu. He trained silat. He trained Filipino martial arts. He trained Wing Chun, Western boxing, Dutch style, like Thai boxing, all this stuff. The whole mixed martial artist. For some reason, the Gracies didn't match them in UFC 1. I believe if Eric and Hoyce fought, it would have been a very different turnout. And maybe people would have like opened their eyes to wait, Jeet Kune Do, or, or the mindset of Jeet Kune Do to really cross-train, dabble in, you know, look at something. So basically, when it, you're saying that they almost set themselves up, the Gracies, for them to succeed based, based on that. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't Hoyce, as great as he is, fight Eric? Why didn't they make that happen? He's so popular now, you know, first American in Japan. This yeah, is because a, he did the and it's it's catch wrestling. Kicks, he, for instance. Yeah, no, I mean, this is a wrestler versus a jiu-jitsu practitioner. Why not? And why not see what happens? Then after that, then boom, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, everybody wants to train it, which is yeah. great. Jiu-jitsu is a beautiful art. It's a very honest art. But again, I think the mindset or like the whole acceptance of Jeet Kune Do, because when I, when I speak about Jeet Kune Do, a lot of people are like, what is that, Taekwondo? And they don't really get right. it. But then when I say, oh, it's Bruce Lee's, oh yeah, and everybody knows Bruce Lee. And I, I can't tell you how Bruce many Lee. times I repeat myself. I say this over and over again. Yeah. Uh, but the, the problem is everybody wants to be like Bruce Lee, but, but again, Bruce Lee was saying, you know, be yourself. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And then people it's tend very, to forget that. It's very that. interesting because with Bruce Lee too, most people think like karate, they think Taekwondo, kickboxing. Yeah. They don't think of Jeet Kune Do, and um, no, that's crazy. that UFC moment was so big. Now jiu-jitsu is so popular. Yeah, of course. Bruce Lee's art is mm -hmm. almost lost in a way. I mean, again, and that has to do with the instructors and practitioners because um, we teach the Jun Fan material, what Bruce Lee taught. The, one, one more time. Jun Fan, Lee Jun Fan. Explain the difference. Explain, okay, yeah. so, so in 1967, when Bruce Lee taught his students, his methods consisted of about 27 different martial arts and when and Wing Chun was the dominant so he had his the nucleus so there you know when he passed away some people just taught the nucleus but he was all about wait no we need to evolve this because you know this you know people are getting smarter with how they how to fight and even in today's world too with the the access that we have we can't do things 10 years ago there is no, I mean, people constantly involve with their You're training. Evolving, yeah. That's what it it's is. Like research. No, yeah, research and development. That's with anything. You know, yeah. you have to get better. You have to take, or even the approach. Even if you look at something 10 years ago, if you have different eyes or you get influenced by something, 
there could be another way. Right. And that, that's what that's what Bruce Lee was all about. He's like, don't don't really teach what I'm teaching because this isn't this is going to be meaningless in ten years, or it might not. There might be a better fighter out there. That's what's so interesting too mm-hmm. about with Bruce Lee. Didn't he mention that boxing and oh, yeah. wrestling were yeah. the two strongest bases for fighters? Absolutely. Like when he but came tell to him a story well, about the Muhammad Ali. Yeah, when, when he came to this country, you know, he was looking at Muhammad Ali's huge influence, and he's like, wait, I have to move like this man. And that's why, like, our footwork is based on all these, like, out-of-box, you know, style. And um, he knew that sparring brought out the truth. All this magic that you do, I mean, not that it's, everything has its place, but what can you really pull off in the ring? Right. Against someone equally matched, like, you're not here to kill each other, you're regulated, you got gloves on, you can punch, you can kick, you can throw elbows, you can grab, don't break any bones, yep. don't don't hit somebody, you know, rip somebody's eye out or kill them, right. you know, and let's see if we can go the distance and what works and what doesn't work or how do you respond under the pressure. And that's what's so interesting with the UFC today mm-hmm. is it's constantly evolving. It's so young. It's yeah. only been around for 25 years or so. Yeah. So the skill levels are just going, blowing out of the water mm-hmm. and we're getting to see which martial art is most dominant. Right now, a lot yeah. of guys with wrestling backgrounds mm-hmm. seem to have an advantage, but but, but even change. But even still though, also, uh, a lot of people, you said about sparring before, a lot of people don't realize this. Bruce Lee still used to like spar oh, yeah. and fight. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. He, no, no, of course. He's, he used like, to spar and fight, but also what he trained, he mastered his level. Right. Like even you take Wing Chun, he only studied it for five years. Now granted, like to be called a master or whatever, it takes about 20 years, you know, but he, he studied and he repped the crap out of all the stuff. Repetition, repetition. Yeah. He owned his level. So, but sparring is the truth. That's why there's a few honest arts. Boxing's one of them. Muay Thai's another. And jujitsu. You cannot lie and say, "Oh, I can box." Okay, let me see your footwork. Let me see your hand work. Let me see what you got. There you know, go. so absolutely. Yeah. You know? There it is. So, uh, very interesting. So story, there you go. Right? I mean, a very interesting that. story that yeah, know, a lot of people. I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. I just learned today. So um, and McGregor this weekend, right? Big UFC fight. Obviously, huge card around him and everything. We'll mm-hmm. see which. Art he can implement to maybe get the win in the trilogy. Everyone's excited to see you have? what style he brings. I think McGregor's going to get it done. Although I do think part of his mystique is gone with a big win. Some mm. of it is going to be back. It's going to be exciting. 50-50 fight. Sifu? Yeah, I think it's 50-50. Again, you don't know what happens the day of. I mean, they say like reasons why you lose fights. I mean, one, you're having a bad day. It could happen. Something could happen to him on the way to the ring. We all have. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, you could be prepared and ready to go. I don't, you know, I don't know, but I think I think McGregor wants to win. Yeah. From his last, <laughs> so we'll see if he can keep his cool. You know, I mean, I like to see it go the distance. I'd like to see less grappling, more striking, right. because that's just more entertaining for me personally. I'm gonna go for my swinging, drinking. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. He's got the Ric Flair walk down. (laughs) Big fight tonight. Appreciate that story. That was really cool to hear from you guys. Thank you. And uh, everyone, go hit follow, subscribe at the Pod Matrix on YouTube, Instagram, Brooklyn Boxing Podcast, and Sifu. Make sure to give a shout out where they can check it out. Sifu underscore AF. And then uh, I represent also Kong Performance Miami. You can check that out and see. It's like an an interesting way to train. Awesome. Hit the buttons, if you will. (laughs) Like and Subscribe. And I'm going to tell you why I tell you to say that even though I don't want to. Thanks, guys.